Hello, all of you beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. I hope everyone's doing well. Today's episode is going to be amazing. Uh, I have a special guest today. We are going to be talking about the Akashic Records. Yes. So today I want to introduce you all to um, Lorena and Lucia of the Soul Tribe podcast. Um, welcome, ladies. Hello. Thank you. And I'm super excited. So both of these ladies, by the way, all the listeners, um, both of these ladies are very, very well trained um, in the Akashic Records. They are very knowledgeable. They're very intuitive. They also do readings. And we're going to go over that towards the end. But I really am excited to interview these ladies, guys, because they really know what the hell they're talking about when it comes to the Akashic Records. So I'm super excited. And I want to get started, um, ladies, just asking, you know, just like basic questions, because I find that I get a lot of questions about Akashic Records all the time, right? And I'm sure you guys do, because that's what literally you guys specialize in the Akashic Records. So um, I want to ask you guys um, a few questions, even for those out there, maybe you guys are familiar with the terminology Akashic Records. And for those of you who aren't, um, these ladies are definitely well equipped to um, answer these questions. So I'm going to start with the, the basics. So what is it? Let's, you know, <laughs> I, I, I know it's very like vague. Like, what is it? Like, it's so big. Like, it's I and you know, and like I said, this is for people who don't have an idea of what it is. So I just wanted to ask you, ladies, what is it, or in your explanation at least? The best way that I like to describe it, and this is how we describe it when we teach in our class, it's imagine up there in the fifth dimension this infinite library so this library is going to contain so many books that you can't see where the books begin and you can't seem to see where the books end and so in this infinite library you have so many books and each book is owned by a soul for example so your soul my soul Lorena's soul even our dogs our cats even you know the animal kingdom has their book there you know things like that you'll, you'll find countries will have their book because even countries have their mission wow continents will have their mission yeah earth will have a book talking about its own mission so you'll find out information about all these things but basically the Kashuk records is it's almost like a place to store data Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. think of it almost like the server system of the universe or something. Ooh, I like that. That's a really, you might That's need to good. copyright that shit. That's actually really good. I really freaking love that. Seriously, love guys, you better, I'm on, on, the, on my business shit, you better do it. <laughs> no, okay, but seriously, that was great. That, that was beautiful. I really loved, seriously, copyright it. But seriously, I love how you 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 explain that. Um, Now, question, so, so technically as you said so and that was it's funny you already answered my next question which was does it have a location so it's funny you you mentioned it was in the fifth dimension correct yep yeah fifth dimension um and 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 another side question um i know this is going to sound very like third dimensional of me but who is in quote control of it or who is or from in my experience um, what are they called? Gatekeepers or um, I don't know what you would call them. Are you kind of talking about like the librarians in yes, a way? Yes, 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 yes. So, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So maybe I'm jumping the, 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 the gun. So yes, um, as you, as you described as a library. So also explain a little bit about, um, okay, for example, um, 
let's say, you know, someone wanted to um, read their own records. They, they would have to go, hold on, I'm jumping the gun. <laughs> let me ask you again. Let me go back to the who con- quote controls it. So like, can you explain a little about these quote librarians a little bit? Yeah. Lorena, do you want to explain it so you can <laughs> so yeah, do all I the mean, talking? I like, I like to, I, I mean, I do see the librarians, like the librarians are a big part of this, but I also like to see them as guardians. Like I refer to them as guardians, not librarians. So it's the same thing, but essentially they're mm-hmm. the ones that, that kind of take care of the energy and make sure that this place is secure and not to just let anybody in. So you have to have good intentions when you go into the Akashic Records. It's not hey, I'm just going to try this and we'll see if I can get information on somebody. It's It has to be very like um, positive intentions and it's with you growing or finding something out about yourself or somebody else and having that like um, that energy to it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Because um, in my past experience, yeah, that's why I, I, it's funny. I say the word gatekeeper. I know that sounds crazy, but like <laughs> I, but I think what I meant to say is guardians. But I always say, I don't know why I've always used the terminology gatekeeper. I guess because when I think of a gatekeeper, I think of like someone who like keeps people out or keeps people in. I don't know. But I right, like guardian yeah. and librarians better than my, my terminology. So I'm going to go with I guardians. like to call them librarians, but the reason why I I like to call them librarians. I'm very like visual, so I can see all the entities that are there when I'm opening up somebody's Akashic records, right? And so I see them there, and they never intervene in the readings. But they are they are the ones like when I give the full name of the individual, they are the individuals that help find that book because you have to remember this place is massive. Exactly. So they're like that's why I call them librarians. They're like those you know like the, it reminds me of like the olden style when you had the what was the system called with those numbers that you had to learn to find a book at the book at library where we were young. Oh, Do you guys oh, remember that? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I know. It's, what's stop. What the it? card thing? What was it the like yes. index something index? Yes, yeah, it was, it was index cards. But it, it was like I don't. It was like a identification number in index something. I don't yeah. I know what you're talking about though. I, I yeah okay. I, <laughs> that's how old we are guys we, we, yeah. we, we were like trained at school to look for books with those index cards you realize <laughs> with their little numbers on it and uh, that is so funny that's how you know yeah that is definitely that old school shit for sure now it's like everything's online so, <laughs> yeah so they, those guys would be like your index cards in a way they know where to find stuff in there oh my gosh super cool now um this is this is so interesting so let me ask you this how did you both find out about it got into this like what what happened one day you just sat there and it just hit you or like a book came at you and hit you in your face <laughs> and you said you know what this is it for me like what was the deciding factor? like like you know how we all like stumble upon different you know experiences so I, I just was really curious to see how how both you ladies got into this we have very different stories. <laughs> yeah, they're super different. You can start first, Lou. Okay, I'll give you the short version because mine can get long. But the gist of it is I had three really, really hard years of dream premonitions. And at the time I was studying to be a, a pilot, which I became a private pilot. And so in that time, I, my fascination was airplanes, obviously. And so they were trying to call my attention. And I would, in my dreams, I would live these aviation accidents but I would wake up knowing it wasn't a dream I would wake up like I had run a marathon I was exhausted and I was emotional and in the beginning when it first started I thought it was just a dream but I was like that's a weird dream because I'm really tired and it feels like I didn't really sleep and 
and then like two weeks to a month later, I saw it on the news, the accident that I was like, oh, coincidence. Okay, coincidence one. And then like it happened again. Oh no, coincidence, coincidence. <laughs> and then the third one, the fourth one to like, I couldn't call it off coincidence anymore. And that was three years of my life. And it just, it took an emotional toll on me because I was seeing people die. Like I was, in my mind, I was seeing people die and I was doing nothing about it. But also, so, like, you need to mention, like, it was to the T. Like, you'd see exactly what was going to happen. Like, it was really crazy. I would see what area in the world it was. Like, wow. I wouldn't I wouldn't go, like, it would pinpoint, like, around Brazil, over the water. Uh, it would be, like, oh, over here. And it was a lot of, around where I was, like, South America at the time. So I would see, oh, my God, it's over here in Ecuador and Venezuela. Like, I would kind of know the area in the continent where it was. And then I would see if it was a fire, if it would break in half. Uh, in the beginning, I would see from the outside, and I said, I guess since I wasn't waking up enough, they put me inside of the airplane just to see everybody go through the incident. Wow. So every year that it passed, it got worse and worse. And then the last one, I remember because it was the worst one of them all. And it was, I saw people catch on fire while the airplane was falling down, and I saw people's faces, and they were freaking out. And I was feeling what they were feeling. And I was like, I can get out, but they can't. And I was like, I, my mind was like I was standing in the airplane thinking I can get out but they can't what am I gonna do and then I saw that happen in the news and I said that's it I can't take anymore and I called my mom and said mom you gotta help me get rid of this if not I'm gonna kill myself I can't have one more dream I like literally told her I will seriously take my life because I don't want one more of these dreams I can't deal with it anymore I was like the only way to end it is to kill myself if not find another solution like I was really bad about it and so my mom goes, okay, hold on, hold on. There's an astrologer, because we were in Uruguay, living in Uruguay at the time. She says, an astrologer talks on the radio all the time. I know that he assists people. Let me call him and get you, you know, a date with him and see if he can help you. And I walked in and he, we had the conversation. He did me an astral chart and things like that. And he ended up saying to me, you know, go get your Kashuk records read. You're going to get a lot of clarity with it. I have a feeling that you have to go there. It took a while for me to find someone at the time, because this was... 12 years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was just beginning in South America then. And so I went and I went with one big question. Of course, one of those questions was about love, but I went with one big question, which was, why are these dreams happening? And help me get rid of them. What do I have to do? And the response was, all you need to do is learn to use your brain for something else other than just thinking. Hey, I mean, that's actually some really good advice. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was the advice from the masters. And so I said, okay, like what? Like I was still stupid about it. I'm like, like what? And like, like read a catch of records, for example, you're using your brain to receive information and then say it. And I was like, okay, sign me up for the next class. <laughs> and that's how I began. Wow. That's such is, a crazy, like I'm, I'm like flabbergasted right now because it's like, I just, I mean, hearing your story reminds me of like many times when people would tell me they would have like, you know, for instance, if I'm in a reading with someone and they would say something like their dreams and it's just interesting how spirit really communicates like over and over. And I always tell people when spirits can persistent with a similar dream or message, it is very important. So I'm really, really glad to hear that. Like, even though it got to the point, you know, unfortunately where you're like, I'm about to end it. That's how intense it is. But you know, it's interesting, even now, and again, I'm not trying to make this a reading, but it's even now as we're talking, you know, spirits like, well, you know, naturally, Lucia, she, she, she's like, she's very all or nothing with everything. 
So <laughs> it's true. Yeah. In an aggressive way. I know that sounds funny, but like they throw me the word aggressive. So they're like, yeah. she needs to go through things sometimes in a, such a physical manner, such as your dreams that physically had to shake you for you to take action only because of your, um, you know, your extreme ways. So sometimes we'll see a, you know, spirit will kind of like play upon your personality just to get a message to you. So that is, is this yes, kind of, definitely. I think, you know, as extreme as it was, but it's like, boom, but now look at you like 12 years later. Amazing. Lorena, um, um, explain a little bit how you got, like, you stumbled upon this. So mine was really not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> mine was more connected to, like, my my path of loving myself. But I think for me, like, the first time I heard about the Akashic Records was through our mom, who had mentioned it. I'm like, what is that? That's so weird. And I'm talking, like, yeah, like, 12 years ago, probably. Um, and I remember getting a reading and loving it and just feeling so aligned with myself and and feeling like connected to myself like the same way I feel today when I read for somebody or read for myself but I left the reading I remember after like an hour just feeling so at peace so calm um and that feeling that I wanted to have all the time like I could never have it because I was always doubting myself or beating myself up about stuff or just feeling like, like very disconnected from the world and myself all the time um, so I had a long journey with my self-love. I, I think I'm still on that journey, but I kept getting regular readings from other people. And then a few years ago, I really just like hit rock bottom and I started going to therapy and really just kind of being so vulnerable and honest with myself that I was like, okay, I can't keep bullshitting myself. I really need to be like real and just figure stuff out. I need to figure myself out, figure out who I am and and what I'm doing here. And I got a bunch of hypnosis sessions with a friend and all of a sudden I just felt really connected to the universe for some reason. And I woke up one day and I called Lucy. I was like, I need to learn to read other people's psychiatric records. And I was just like, okay, I'm gonna do it. Cause I, I mean, I'd open mine every so often, mm-hmm. but it was like this wake up. I had, I felt like it was like a spiritual like awakening of I need to start opening mine a lot more often and I need to read for other people because that's going to help me kind of align with my own path. And it, it totally felt that way after I started. It's just part of me now. It's amazing. Oh my gosh, man, Lorena, I thank you for sharing that. And actually thank you, Lucia, both of you. Thank you for sharing this because like, you know, even Lorena, as you were explaining about self-love journey, and it's funny because I feel as though you know, the self-love journey, especially when you're also like one of your callings in life is to do like intuitive work, such as what you guys are doing, you know, and, and even myself, I find that, you know, a lot of us, um, a part of this journey, as we grow in self-love, we even grow in, in what we do, you know, as a profession, you know, like it, mm-hmm. you start to notice over the years to become more confident, not only for like in your profession, but also as a person, you know, in, internally. And I've noticed totally. the correlation, the correlation between building your, um, you know, your, your love within also, you know, it enhances literally every single area of your life. So I also think that's so interesting, Lorena, how you're saying about like, you know, your self-love journey and even going into therapy and then, you know, and having all these revelations saying like all arrows pointed to the Kasha regardless. So I love yeah, that. Yeah. I love it's that. It's so true. It's, and- it's weird to say that, but it, it, it was such a, like a, a clear message. And I, I think it was my masters and my guides, like, 
you have to do this. Like, it was just so clear I couldn't ignore it, you know? Right. So let me have a follow-up question. So this is for just anyone out there in general. Let me ask you this. Um, what are things that you can learn or find out in the cash of records? So, you know, how we like go to a regular, like there's like there's different, I know there's different between like different readers. You know, you got a normal psychic, then you got a psychic medium and a cash of records. I feel like that's like, I call that the creme de la creme, you know? <laughs> that's like that specialty shit, you know? That's like that, that, that's that hierarchy. It's kind of up there, in my opinion. But anyway, uh, I mean, I know all is equal. I know that. I'm just playing around. But it's but just like, different, yeah. It's just, it's just different. But what I wanted to ask was for anyone out there who's just curious, um, what are things that people can learn from the about themselves or um just what is what are some of the things you can learn like like let's say um other than just regular like so you can find like of course your past lives in there i've actually heard that you can even find future lives in there is that true in some some occasions some readings i've had i've heard myself talk to them about um like possible future planned lives but they never give you too much information because they don't they want what they really want is for you to concentrate on the now and like the right now right so it's not a tool for the future like that's the first thing i say like if anybody's reaching out to like me or lorena or you know and wants a reading i say like come with questions this is about healing this is about information for healing this is about your present this is about your past and figuring out why that happened so you can understand it so you can get kind of get over it but this isn't about how many kids am I going to have? Right. Am I going to get married? Right? Because <laughs> they're not, they're not, they see the world. I love the way they see the world, actually. Like when they show me, they try to explain to me how they see it. They see timelines. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. so it looks like ti- a bunch of lines shooting out from one spot in yep. a way. And they have this like number next to it, which is probability. The probability of this timeline happening is like 20%. Right. This one 30 and this one 50. And that's how and I so see my they... readings. That's so crazy. That's oh, exactly really? Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow. Oh, awesome. Yeah. But, yeah so but it's I, the same thing then. Yeah. It's crazy because it's like, I never, like, it, it, it's, I have, I have a lot to talk to you guys personally about, about the Cashback records, but like, <laughs> I, you know, it's interesting you said that because it's like, although in readings, I don't tap into them directly or do like that sacred prayer and open them up. I really, I just kind of like, when I do a reading, I, you know how Zalo is, he's scientific. So it's like, I, he shows me probabilities. So maybe it's just him. So it's like, I see probabilities in different lines. So it's like, if someone comes to reading, I'm like, okay, this has an 80% chance. This one, like- He's probably reading their timeline. You know That's what? why. You're yeah. Right. And you know what, guys? Thank you. Cause I never asked him. So that was my mistake. Cause I'm just like, I never asked him. I just get, I get three different timelines and I get different probability percentages from him. And I just say, okay this is what it is you know mm-hmm. so I mm-hmm. think that's really cool I had no idea um that, that this is really cool and also thank you um for clarifying about the cash records not being about the future and like how many kids will I have because this is really important to say because I feel like sometimes some of us can be kind of confused we, we see the word cash of records slash reading you know people you know we see the word reading and we're just assuming you know oh reading let me see about the future you know so i love yeah. that you you were able to clarify like it is not and, and honestly to be honest like a trillion percent honest with you guys i actually love the idea of focusing on the present moment because what else yeah. can dictate your future but the present moment right oh and this yeah. and the, and you know the akashic records are all about free will and they'll mention that in readings constantly and we talk about yep. that a lot on our podcast even we have a whole episode on that i think i'm pretty sure i don't yeah, know we have so many at this just point. about free will <laughs> yeah. yeah 
but I think like people need to realize that and realize like you've come here to learn lessons. You've come here to see things about yourself, to heal things. The Akashic Records can help bring things to light, bring information. You can heal through that. And obviously like also the fact that it can like kind of put two and two together and it can make you like wake up to something that you haven't seen and connect something. And that happens all the time in the readings. So that's an interesting thing also to understand that you might know what's going on in your life, but you might not understand where it comes from or why it's happening. And it can give you that clarity. And then you have like the peace of mind to go and do the healing you need to do somewhere else. Like, you know, family constellations, or you can go to hip, hip like hypnotherapy or see a psychic if that's something you need to, to do. So there's so many aspects to the healing as well of the inf through the information you get, right? I think my favorite part of the Akashic Records is how you accept things that you might have been carrying for years. And I have a personal example of that. And it was, I was carrying this relationship for really, really, I mean, I think it was like eight years or something. And it was a long term, so it was off and on a lot. And there was something that had happened in the middle of that relationship that like, I was super hurt. Like I could not forgive him for it. And I went to get a reading at, at the time with, with my reader in Uruguay. And I asked about that. I was like, why did I have this experience? What, what was going on? And she kind of related back to a past life and it reflected exactly what, what had been lived in that past life, just with roles reversed. And so he was teaching me the same lesson back in this lifetime. And somehow, something that I had been carrying for three years of anger and upset and I couldn't forgive him, I went, oh, that actually makes sense and feels correct, okay. And then I like let it go, like I didn't get back together with him, but I was able to let it go and stop being hurt. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I think that's beautiful. I thank you for sharing that seriously, because I think a lot of us can relate to that, especially when we've had our past lives read or, you know, we're going to getting a, like a Akashic reading, like, you know, what you guys do for the humanity is help our asses, you know, thank you. God, thank you. Ladies. So it's very, very, I just, I love how you explain that because I have had, um, not only did I did my own past life reading, but I did get mine done before by someone else a while ago. And it does connect a lot of dots, you know, especially when you're get, get, digging really deep in those Akashic records. And, you know, um, speaking of the past lives, um, back to what I was saying with the past. Okay, now we're talking about past lives. Um, what is, okay, so when you're in that, okay, so for example, let's say you guys are doing a reading, uh, Akashic reading for someone, um, do you guys find that it's mostly a lot of past life kind of stuff that pops up or is there, do you guys also get glimpses into their just present moments or do you believe that, or do you guys notice or any kind of patterns you guys noticed with past lives as, as far as how much it impacts this current life? Past lives are interesting because I find that a lot of people will go into reading asking about a past life or do I have any past lives with this person or um, you know I want to know about my past lives something like that they'll ask and one thing to understand with past lives and the Akashic Records is that you're only really going to hear or be told about past lives that relate to something you're going through today. So, or said sure like the master said, we don't gossip. <laughs> yeah, they, it's not like, hey, you've had all these amazing lives and now like they don't do that because that just be bombarding you with too much information and they want you to focus on like the here and now, like what is going to be um, good for you to know now so that you can heal. So I personally do receive past life stuff if it is related to an issue the person's going through. And right. if, even if they ask about the past life, if it's relevant to what 
like the issue at hand, it will come up and it usually gives a lot of clarity. Like it helps them really kind of just understand themselves or the situation better. Like for example, let's say, you know, they're having an issue with their mom. Um, and it could perfectly come up that, you know, there's an issue with their mom in a past life where, like Lucia said, the roles were reversed and now you have to learn from that person. Like that's just a generic example, but right. um, that could help you heal and understand. It's like, I'm no, I'm no longer mad at my mom or I'm no longer upset with my mom. And I don't understand why I'm always so, um, confrontational with her. And now you understand it. So you're able to kind of take a step back and maybe heal the relationship in a different way and you make the changes you need to make then the person automatically changes sometimes it's, it's insane yeah it's really interesting you know what's interesting zalo my spirit guide told me this he said and it's and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because just to confirm and validate exactly what you said he always says to me that sometimes just the knowledge of something can heal someone so it's interesting yeah. when you say yeah. that knowing something can instantly be a weight off of that just be a relief or like that knowing. yeah so even just by you like you guys saying certain things even if let's say they did a reading with you guys let's say they were too lazy didn't do the work but even just hearing from whatever what was said in that akashic reading i do believe that oh, it yes. still hit a portion of their soul that it needed to be hit regardless whatever steps or actions they take there is i just think it's interesting how he says sometimes it's 100 percent that way yeah and yeah, I, yeah. I i really think that is so cool and i agree with you guys about readings because um i get a lot of requests about past life readings and you're absolutely right Zala's like uh-uh only if it's relevant so it, you're absolutely right i, I, <laughs> yeah. I think you know what v i think you really do tap some some of your channeling goes through the akashic and i've felt that before with you and you know I really what, feel that. Thank you for saying that because I swear I just be free balling everything. Like free balling. <laughs> like I literally have no method. I have no rules. So I, I really, I personally think I should take a class for you guys because it's like I oh, yeah. never actually, um, I never formally was trained. Everything that I've learned has just been from Zalo. So I and I and, and actually he's giving me a thumbs up. So maybe you guys are right. Maybe he has been just kind of. I've been in and out of the Akasha because now it makes for sense. sure because I've I've known too many past lives of people and now it makes sense because I I do a lot of past life readings they pop up a lot and he does give me the yes or no if, if I'm allowed to share sometimes he's like they don't need to know it right now so I'm like okay, yeah I'll leave it alone you know that's interesting yeah, yeah. so We're I'm talking never about that formally trained y'all so I think <laughs> I trust you guys and also anyone who's listening um these ladies offer not only do they offer Akashic readings but they also offer classes so yeah. i you know and, and again i want to talk about that a little bit in a, in a little couple minutes but i really anyone who's listening i highly 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 tremendously recommend both of these ladies seriously i with by complete trust i trust both of them oh so Very. sweet oh, wow. <laughs> she, i swear to god she always feels like the third sister I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so weird. It's, so, it's like we've known each other for like eons. It's so weird. I also I don't know how you guys have your ears, but I have mine. Like last time when we were talking, when we sh when she was on our podcast, my ears are like the energy is crazy every time I, I, the three of us are together. I have that sensation like last time where I'm like I'm like focusing. My dog's dreaming right by me. <laughs> I heard it. I oh heard my it. god. It's it's like this weird sensation of like being in a daze. Like I feel yeah, like yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's so strange. I don't know if it's the three energies coming together. I don't know. It's weird. I think it is, guys. I think it is because I get 
like I don't know if they were dizzy. I think it's just dizzy. yes. It's like a light. Yeah. It's like a lightheadedness without the lightheaded, fit, heavy physical stuff. You know, when lightheaded people are like I need to sit down, drink some juice. Like for me, it's a good, <laughs> it's a good lightheadedness. Where it's like, it's like a Give me some juice, right? Some juice. Some, I don't know. Some people get lightheaded. Some people need to lay down. Some people need to drink some juice, some alcohol, some water. I don't know. Whatever works when people. I feel that. <laughs> but I feel that this is like a. Channeling. I get. I get my ears are so loud that I have to concentrate really hard on the audio like what you guys are saying because my ears sounds, the noise covers it you know what it sounds like it sounds like you process things clear audiently that's what it sounds like to me yeah, it's like mm-hmm. zoo, zoo, yeah. Zoo. the vibrations <laughs> I think because you might have wow. a clear audience than you yeah. realize and but it only happens when I'm on the phone with both of you at the same time dude <laughs> <laughs> I think you're really inter- I think you are just I think you know what this is this is a good sign that you are just that much sensitive to the vibrations and the vibrational changes because you know what, what happens when yeah. you know multiple people get around each other I mean obviously we're not physical but we're still mm-hmm. in each other's space you know energy space mm-hmm. right now so yeah. all of these vibrations are vibrating because all three of us have a you know a similar high vibration so it's like all these energies are buzzing and sorry sorry lucia your ears are going like crazy. <laughs> it's fine it's I fine love our energy and I, i'm like i don't care i don't even care i can just talk about us all day we are so great no i'm joking I'm <laughs> i love joking, it though. i'm <laughs> joking, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay i have another question for you guys so um can anyone do this on their own or is it better to go through someone else first such as like a teacher first or like let's say someone was just googling you know we all google shit so let's say we're just googling akashic records how to open akashic records i'm sure we see tons of youtube saying okay you gotta meditate and do this so can people really does that really work on your own or should someone consult someone who's already specialized in it or kind of just use your own intuition I, mean, I think some people can. Yeah, you know, I agree. Because there is a book that like that's being sold out there and stuff, and people have bought it. But we've gotten students that come to us that are like, "Well, I bought the book, and I just, I just feel like I'm not connecting." And I think that's a lot of the human aspect of our ego is not letting go. And and so a big part of our class is talk, talking to you about what what it is that happens with the ego when you start opening your Kreshik records and learning to do that. And we're bringing in, I went to three teachers and Lorena went to, I think two, two. two different teachers. Yeah. two. Yeah. Um, so we tested out various different teachers in South America and there were things from all of them I liked and there were things from all of them. I'm, I was like, ah, I'm not really into that kind of thing. And so between that and the years of experience um, and, and we sat down and we downloaded a new manual for ourselves and we mech, we meshed that all up together and we created what would have been the cast, what we would have loved to have gotten. <laughs> yeah. And so we think that that is, it's like the boost of confidence. Like we're giving you almost the same knowledge, but we're kind of presenting it in a different way. Mm-hmm. And we're, we have some added stuff from the masters, of course. But I think that's the good thing that you have a group of people that would be like, I went through that too. Don't worry. That's going to happen to you. Oh yeah. You're going to go through that too. So there's a lot of that. And I think as human beings, it's nice to have that reassurance. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I love teaching. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. It's like nothing like having, I I, I totally agree. So I needed the support. I definitely needed the support when I studied. I could not have done, I, I struggled so much with my level one, which was reading my own that like I spent years between doing level one and level two because I was like oh I'm just not good enough for this like this isn't working and we truly believe that anybody can connect to their own Akashic records doing level two which is opening other people's is a very different story 
And we still haven't really created that manual yet. We're still like in the process of、um, starting to channel that. But for me, like level one, anyone has that power. And I'm getting goosebumps just like confirming that. <laughs> It's, yeah, anyone、uh-huh. can learn it. You just have to deal with the ego, which is really, really, really hard.、Um, and also the trust. You have to trust that you. You can receive these messages, and that these messages aren't coming from your brain, and that they're coming、yep. from something higher. And that's where you know we talk a lot about that and guide people through that and give them feedback and you know sometimes even channel information for them to help them. Like, and sometimes it's your own personal things going on that are blocking you from connecting. So I think having someone to hold your hand can be very helpful, or even having the support of a group or people around、yes. you that are going through the same thing, right? Yeah, I love that, and I I totally agree because there is strength in having support, and then it also builds confidence when you have that support. I, I, you're absolutely right.、Um, what would you guys say? You know, this is for Lorena, both you guys, Lorena and Lucia. What would you both say would be one of the coolest or oddest or even weirdest thing you've discovered from working with Akasha? Obviously, not about other people's because you know that's their business, but I mean about you personally. Anything odd or anything weird or anything amazing kind of struck out, like you know, kind of something、huh. cool that popped out, something that it's like really memorable that you. I remember、there. one really good. Yeah, so I was told that I was a spy in like World War One or something.、Oh、<laughs> I was a woman. I was like beautiful, and I had like red lipstick and this hat, and they told me like exactly how like what I like how I was dressed. And that I was in love with somebody on the other side that wasn't on my like my like side, right? So that whole feeling of like、um, not commitment, but the whole feeling of、um, kind of having to be very loyal to one person, or having this feeling of like kind of not, you know, having to do something different and go outside of what was like correct.、Um, I don't know, kind of like I was dealing with that in this life. In some way of getting outside of what's correct and ha- not having to follow the rules all the time, because I ended、wow. up lo- losing that per- like I didn't I didn't end up being with that person in that other life, and it broke my heart apparently. Yeah. So it's like break the boundaries, go go forward, like follow your heart, you know. Yeah. Now that's a good freaking life lesson. True、yeah. dad.、Hmm. True dad. <laughs> really cool. I think for me, there's nothing like wow that I've learned.、Um, but what I what I did what I do take from it all the time for like every reading I do and all the times I've gotten myself read or I read for myself, it's what happens or if you hurt somebody, it's not as important as if your intention. Like let's say that your intention was to help somebody and you ended up hurting them, that's actually not bad, and we need to forgive ourselves for messing up or not or you know not doing it right because if the intention behind it was was for you to create a good A good thing for somebody else, or to help them out, assist them. That's actually what's written down in the book as most important. Wow! So every time, like I mess up, I go, "What was my intention?" No, my intention was to actually do this, and which is a good thing. Okay, you know, whatever. I'm over it. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beat myself up about it. So I've learned to kind of get over stuff about myself a lot by just forgiving myself faster by saying, "But my intention wasn't bad. <laughs> Then it's okay." I love that. <laughs> you know what? Like, what a relief. Like seriously,、mm-hmm. like to you know, I'm thinking about all the times I like beat myself up and you know over stupid shit. That's the funny part. It's always the stupid shit, you know. So、yep. 
I, I and, and honestly hearing that that makes a lot of sense to me like it really resonates in my soul it really does like it does your intentions do matter you know it's one thing to intentionally like okay I'm intentionally about to go out and like you know rob this bitch and something crazy that <laughs> obviously can't you know <laughs> <laughs> there, that is that is yeah you're gonna have to pay that's gonna be some kind of karmic thing eventually but oh and speaking of of karma um so in the akashic records is there like can you see someone's karma or like i don't even know if this question makes sense it's just something, something yeah no karma. i know what you mean <laughs> you get what yes I mean yes 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 Yes. So the karma we have, Lorena and I downloaded like a whole manual about this. We teach like a course about this, which is um, your contract inside of the Akashic Records. So when I read somebody's Akashic Records, if they start talking to me about the person's contract or their karma, which is inside of the contract, they'll bring me back to the end of the pages of the book, which is the current contract. And they'll show me the pages and then they'll start making things jump out at me and give me information. And big part of the contract you have is actually karma, which I'd like to clarify for the, anybody that's listening, karma isn't like you're paying, like you did it all, you're gonna pay for this is your karma, no. Mm-hmm. For, for the soul and for, for the individuals that are on the other side, the beings of light, karma is a life lesson that's pending, that's carried on either from another lifetime, so you know you didn't learn it there, or you've created karma in that lifetime, you brought it on, or it's something you have pending because your soul hasn't learned it yet and it wants to kind of get it down in the buckle because it wants to expand even more. So it's a lesson to have. It's a karma to, that it's going to have in some sort of lifetime at some point. Um, so there's karma as in debt and then there's karma as in you need to still learn this. You haven't learned it yet. Does that make sense? It does. I like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's exactly what I always felt. God, thank you. It's a I lesson. It's not that. a punishment. Right, yeah, not a punishment. Right. Exactly. Right. It's exactly. Thank you. That's exactly what I've always thought about it. it thank you. I, the thank you. That's such a beautiful thank you. Thank you for explaining it like that. Because that's really, it's really true. I've always considered karma like you will, you know, I think everyone gets so mad at someone. And when they know they can't do nothing mean, like karma, they like put a finger <laughs> up. Karma will get you. And people say that usually, I always like as a casual reader, when I hear someone go, you know what? Karma is going to pay you. Hey, karma payback man and I always think to myself well you're a little wrong because it usually doesn't happen in the same lifetime but okay whatever <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> oh man I like you're you're, you're, little, you're a little fiery spicy Lizzie she is <laughs> hold on hold on I never asked you ladies um by the way guys whoever's listening um their their podcast is called the soul tribe podcast and um i was on it like a month ago or so but i don't even know if i asked you then but i'm gonna ask you again what signs are you guys i don't i know i never asked oh i'm all into astrology i'm actually studying astrology right now and i love it um i'm a taurus i'm a taurus sun a taurus moon and a scorpio rising wow all right got that wow you you guys are speaking another language here okay (laughs) (laughs) well she's just getting into astrology yeah i am sagittarius by birth i don't know what you call that in in professional terms okay (laughs) um apparently i'm my moon was scorpio no capricorn sorry capricorn capricorn yeah yeah do you know your ascendant and then Aquarius, I think. I think so. Yeah, I think that's what you said to oh, me the other day. Oh man, what a cool! So I knew there was fire in you, Lucy. I fucking knew it. It's a Sagittarius. <laughs> that makes sense. And I'm, I'm actually my one of my best friends is a Sag. So I. That, and then what are you? Taurus. Um, uh, I'm a Capricorn Sun, 
Libra Rising and Cancer Moon. Oh, nice. Okay. God, you guys are talking all professional. I'm like, what is it? What does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> so much. Like, right, right, right. So I'm like totally just so weird to go on the Catholic records. It's like my scattered brain went to the opposite, like astrology. Well, so what the sun sign represents, obviously, like, you know, our everyday kind of thing. But the but the rising sign is what you come across to, to people who don't know exactly. you. Exactly. So like, let's say you meet someone and you shake their hand. Hey, how's it going? Which one's the rising? Is that the ascendant? Yeah, that's the yeah. rising, the ascendant. So the ascendant uh-huh. is how people see you from the outside world. And then the moon signs your emotional state, your emotions. So, so how you feel life, right? Right. So for, oh. she being a Capricorn moon, and I'm, you know, and I'm a Capricorn sun, so I know how Capricorns are. So you being Capricorn moon, that means you process emotions in like the most unemotional way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Sometimes like, she does. Yeah, sometimes. I think so. Not like all the time. Capricorns <laughs> intellectualize, intellectualize everything and analyze. So instead of, of yeah. us feeling things, we intellectualize it sometimes instead of just feeling something. We like to analyze and, and make something. We need to make sense of something before we can emotionally dive in, you know? That's actually true. Yeah, yeah Very yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, you know, that's just me going on. But the then time. I'm over it and, like, f- my Sagittarius is like, I'm over it five minutes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And, exactly. But, um. Holy shit. Uh, let me start talking about I, I love astrology, guys. Like, <laughs> me I'm too. not, like, that, like, great into it. I still would need to, like, hit up, a, like, go on these, like, astrology pages still. But, like, I think it's so fascinating. Like, everything, is, it's just so fascinating. But, you know, what's also really fascinating is you guys and you guys being awesome <laughs> for records readers. Um, speaking of, I have one last question. Um, so, about, okay, a couple of karma. There was something else I wanted to ask you about this. Oh, um... So in the records, uh, is it, um, it's true that you literally can't read for someone else without their consent, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So for example, um, let's say like, 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 let's say you have someone, you're, someone's doing, you're doing a reading for someone and they bring up their husband or boyfriend or whatever. So you technically would need their boyfriend's or husband's consent. Is, is that is that how it goes? Yeah, but what I do is because I'll have a, I'll have people come reading and they'll give me a list of names like oh can I ask about this person this person and I actually what I do is I, I ask for the name sometimes they'll give me just like part of the name they don't have the full name but what I'll do is I'll I'll read the energy of the name so I'm not tapping into their akashic records I'm in that person's akashic records yeah and through their akashic records I vibrate with that energy which also means that when I get information I tell them. But I never know if it's the energy of the person or or, or, or that what that person feels towards that person or the mix of those two together. So I usually have to say what I'm getting. Say, okay, this is what the energy is telling me. Is this you? Is this them? Or is this you guys together? Um, and so through them helping me figure it out, then I find out where it is. It's usually how that person sees that person, what, what I end up saying yeah. in the most, of the most of the situations. And then an emo- if there's more than one emotional aspect that I'm usually repeating what that person feels when they see that person or they have an issue with that person. So it's like a little bit of a mix of things because you're reading energy. It's a little different. Right, right. Okay, yeah, that's cool. So I, yeah, I just wanted that. Um, I just, yeah, that was my personal question. I just was always wondered about that, you know, because I always, I know exactly what you mean because it's like you don't really want to um, invade someone else's energy, but it's true. If you give a name, it, you, you know, it is true. As, as a psychic and as intuitive, you can pick up energy just off the name. It is a very real thing. So I think it that's does awesome. definitely happen. Yeah. And I also want to add on to there that 
um, it's very common for people to ask about other people, especially when you go into a reading and you want to know about your relationships. It, it could be a partner. It could be your mom. It could be your dad. It could be your family. It could be family trauma. It could be anything. So having the name is really important and it helps us channel the energy. But also you can get really insightful information from just that energy reading of, you know, how you feel towards them. And then there might be a past life attached to that that might come up. So sometimes you go into a reading thinking like this is something really interesting. I like to tell people and I think your your audience might want to know. It's like you go into a reading with like, let's say five questions, right? And they seem completely different one from the other. Mm-hmm. Yet when we start channeling the information for them through the questions, they're all linked. I would say 90% of the time or 99% yeah. of the time, they're all linked. There's a, like something linking them together. And when you end the, like the reading, they're like, oh, wow. So this makes sense. Like everything's linked and it kind of makes you wrap your head around something. But at the same time, there's always going to be generally, I would say like most of the readings, people are asking about somebody else. So you're not tapping into that, their Akashic records, but you can still get really good information. So I would tell people still ask, still ask yeah. about people. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for explaining that thoroughly. Cause that literally, that makes so much sense. So thank you. Yeah. That, that, that literally makes a lot of sense because you know, the more we understand ourselves and understand, I, I, I believe, I find that I think a lot of us just want to know why, you know, how we always want to yeah. know why for everything. Like, why am I like this? You know, I mean, literally like to me, why am I like this? But like, why am I attracted to this person? Why do I still attract these kind of people? Mm-hmm. Or why am I, why do I suffer with this addiction? Or, you know, so those are like, those are all know, great questions, by the great way. Great questions. Oh, thank you. And, you know, I think, I think, and, and, <laughs> and see, when I think of Akashic Records, I think of those big life questions. You know, why am I here? And I feel like, yeah, it's, you can get that answer from a regular psychic, like psychic medium, such as myself. You know, I can tap into that. But, but in my personal opinion, I do believe that um, the Akashic Records, you know, do hold more details, more, in, it's more informative, you know. Um, and I'm not saying that. I mean, I'm not saying that the shit on what I do. Literally, how am I going to talk? No, no. And, and we, even, we both <laughs> we had to get a reading, reading with you. you. Yeah, it yeah. was great. It was amazing. Like, yeah, we it was loved really good. It. I actually listened to it again the other day. It was so insightful. And I kind of regret not asking a few questions on there. <laughs> Lucy was like, "Why didn't you ask about this?" I was like, "Oh no, damn. isn't it? Isn't it funny how? And, and even for me, like even when I see a reader, it's funny how you come prepared with a few questions, and then it does. It's not till after you're like, "Fuck, I forgot." forgot about the other one but then you know what that says to me I say that you know what everything happens for a reason there's a mm-hmm. reason why we, we must have forgotten that question I, I, I even though I kicked myself in the ass when I you weren't ready to hear it maybe maybe you know? it was something yeah, exactly I really am a firm believer in just trusting that if something's in my face or not in my face or not in my mind and there's a reason for it right totally and, um, yeah and now that you remembered it now it's like okay you know, now am I ready? <laughs> but but seriously, I, I do believe that like the Kashuk records are really great for asking those big questions. Like, why am I here? Why am I like this? Why it's funny because here? that's obviously that's everybody's everybody at some point asked that question. Like, what's my purpose? Or what's my the mission? Purpose. Depends on the person, yeah. the way they ask it. Right. And you would think that like, I mean, I've been doing this for what, 12 years now? No, 11 years I've been reading other people. 12 years I've been reading like myself. And so you'd think in 11 years, I would be like, at some point I got somebody and be like, oh my God, you're here to save the world or like some huge mission, right? <laughs> but no, it's always like, 
it's it's like kind of like I think the people expect they're going to hear something grand. You're like, no, you're just here to live, uh, experience freedom. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> that's your purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Like it's it's something so tiny. I think there's a lot. The thing is, I think that in your contract, it's going to have your call it mission, call it purpose. For me, when they show it to me, it looks the same, whatever word you want to use it with. But it's usually a few things. They're like, okay, we want you to experiment this and that, and we want you to be able to feel this is a point. Oh, you never had a child in a lifetime. You're here to have a child too, and it's basically your contract. That's your purpose and your mission. So it's not actually one thing. Exactly. But I think sometimes they'll express to you one thing that's more important or something. It's like a general theme. That's how I like to think of Thank it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That's yeah. Exa- Girl. Oh my gosh, lady. Thank you. I swear. <laughs> I, I, I think it's because you know what? This is this just proves to me that I don't talk to a lot of people because it's just me and, and Zalo just going back and forth because I he told me to know that the purpose we have what's called he showed me an image of an umbrella. So you have the general purpose is the umbrella. Underneath the umbrella or or I guess you could say like I don't like the umbrella theme. I don't know, Zalo. Give me something different. It's kind of like a um, you have a general purpose and then underneath that is like little small ways that serves the general big purpose so for example if your purpose is like you said the life of freedom and that's true that that also came up for me as well so it's funny that, that i feel like that's what my life's about well also i think it's also about knowledge i think that's what they told me but anyway mm-hmm. um so so we so we'll, we'll go off you said lucia like like for example life of freedom so the generalized life purpose would be this person's here to experience true freedom so then many purposes follow that so for example the general will be freedom so your life could be how can this person find multiple ways to experience and to embody freedom they're gonna do then then sometimes your contract be like okay maybe she'll find a job in x y and z that can give her freedom or be an entrepreneur that'll give her freedom right or struggle with it right and then yeah you gotta struggle and then work nine to five until you just can't fucking stand it you know what i mean so it's like it could be it could be two different things like let's talk about maybe you were a slave in another lifetime Mm -hmm. and in this lifetime your soul said you know what i did the slave thing now this life I'm going to be an entrepreneur I'm going to have no bosses I'm going to live myself I'm going to have my own money I'm going to have my own house and that's their their thing but if if your the soul's coming back cuz it didn't get it done in another lifetime let's say that I don't know you had uh, you were talking about addiction today you had an alcohol addiction in a lifetime and then you repeated another one and so you had to keep you know bringing it into these lifetimes till you find it clear it out you learn to kick it kick that habit right the more lifetimes you repeat that lesson, the harder it gets. I don't know why. Some people get really mad when they hear this. I don't know why it's that way, but it is that way. Like, it's going to be harder and harder and harder. Sense. So if it's something you're carrying from other lifetimes, yeah, it's best to kick it out now. Get that lesson done now. Like, I always tell everybody, now that you know what your lessons are, like, what things that they told you about, get them out of the way so you don't have to carry them to another lifetime and make it harder for yourself. Or, well, it's not going to be you. It's going to be you with another body. But you know what I mean. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, That makes so much sense. Because when I see people's soul contracts and readings, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah. You know, like, like I I think I did someone's reading not too long ago. And actually, no, I'm not going to talk about you. I'll talk about my own self. My own soul contract. Yeah. Let me talk about my own self. So my own soul contract was, I think Salo told me it was dealing with anxiety. So it was in, 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 in how in a past life, I, um what happened with anxiety somehow I, I I was supposed to have a kid and I had no support I was a virgin and I had sex with this king or someone rich or something like that couldn't you know no one supported me they kicked me out and I walked and drowned myself right because I felt anxiety <gasps> yeah I, yeah wow. I, when I drowned myself in the ocean and, and 
what happened from what Salah said, what happened, what birthed the soul contract of anxiety in this lifetime, especially when I was younger, I had severe anxiety. And he says it was because it resulted from that specific life of feeling like, um, you know, you know, he says the anxiety, I, something about the soul contract. Why? Tell, I can't figure out the why, but he said it was something directly related to that past life. And the anxiety had to pop up in this life because I operate. He says, you're, you're here to transform the anxiety and to do something about something instead of just quitting. So he says, if I have anxiety, mm-hmm. it's a soul contract. Because think about anxiety, guys. Anxiety can paralyze us or it can make us move. Right. So he says that my contract and anxiety in this lifetime deals with um, instead of freezing up like in my last life and I just drown myself, I'm going to use that as fuel to, you know, break through it and, and, you know, actually do something instead of just freezing up and and then just killing myself because, you know, so. I do believe like, 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 like you guys were saying about the past lives and like specific soul contracts that follow us. And, and like you said, it does get hard because bitch, I'm still working through this shit. Yeah, it's hard. So I, so I agree when you said it gets harder with each lifetime because I am 29 and I'm still like, I mean, I mean, of course I know people can still say, well, it's still relatively young, but you know, (laughs) I have had this since middle school and it's still, it's still an uphill battle. But with the help of, you know, spirit and doing what I'm doing, I find that now that I'm in my purpose, I find that my anxiety went down a lot less. It's not the core. Isn't that ironic? That's amazing. Yeah. It's like I've noticed when I started actually accepting myself and my gifts and what I'm and, you know, helping people. That's like the past. Like I started doing readings professionally over the last couple of years. But before that, I was like, nope, I'm just going to stick with my normal jobs. I I don't deal with that shit. I didn't want to do it be a psychic you know but here I am and but now I have the least amount of anxiety than I ever had in my life so isn't that isn't that that's beautiful yeah that's you're using that energy yeah for something else for some- but also I want to as like an experience like the experience I've had as a reader I can tell you that also there's a lot of cycles like your contract also shows cycles and so I'm, I'm, I'm like linking to the past life that you had where you know you did what you did in that lifetime after you had the child so I would say if you have a child in this lifetime be aware that that cycle might reactivate some sort of feelings from that lifetime might reactivate or become stronger when or if you decide to have a kid well and you know what i was pregnant and killed both of us and you know what's interesting is that i've never wanted to have a kid in this life i was Mm. always strongly against it i actually still to this day have a very big fear of it but but it feels like it's pending though for me no you're freaking right yeah right and you know why because (laughs) i'm sorry to tell you you're right because i had you need to bring that soul back you need to do you need to do things right now that's literally what i'm getting like you need to come back and do things right and 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 give glory to the acceptance of the the being coming in this time and and knowing that i have full support in this lifetime you know Mm -hmm. and i think that that was the missing ingredient was that my family in that lifetime said fuck you 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 had you know you're you know how it is in the olden days you can't oh no Mm -hmm. you know so my family disowned me the kingdom it was like a rich dude the rich prince or something they disowned me so i was alone so this time in my life i actually i'm married so i wouldn't be alone you know obviously all the emotional stuff attached to it that's where it all comes from right i think that's what it is and then and i had such a big phobia as a child i would be like anytime i would see kids i'd be like oh hell no when people would say hold my newborn baby i'd be like oh no oh no not me i'm uncomfortable don't (laughs) baby in my hands that makes so much sense though i mean 
it does doesn't it right and and even when I was even when I was younger like at six I would tell mom you know I was in the Catholic you know Catholic religion as a lot of us are right so Mm -hmm. you know I was like mom you know is it can you be pregnant without having sex like the Virgin Mary I used to say shit like that as a child see and now now it makes wow. sense because I, it just, I discovered my life of me being pregnant yeah. right and then just like and, and and they said I was a virgin at that time but then you know um, obviously I wasn't you know that I was pregnant but I just yeah. think it's interesting the only reason why I bring this up because I'm just doing this just to confirm that you're absolutely right and I will keep it in mind see I didn't there's that's one thing about soul contracts like Zalo tries to educate me on soul contracts and stuff but Lucia, I really love what you said about the cycling part. I never thought of that. I yeah. never heard it. I never. But also, let's talk. Let's talk when you're 33. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 30. I got four more years till I'm 33. <laughs> All right. Well, in four years, maybe maybe just a child. <gasps> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I'm having this. Oh my god. Did you just say I'm gonna have it at 33? Why? Yeah, it seems like. I no, think so. You're, I'm, I'm, I'm literally about to hang up this freaking podcast because <laughs> let me tell you well, something. You, you, you having deja vu with me saying thing that to you? No, 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 no. It's, it's actually oh. amazing. It's amazing because when I, the last time I had a reading done, which was about a couple months ago, she told me that I would, um, that there is a baby pending and there's nothing I can do about it. Literally what you said, Lucia. Oh, and wow. she was in my records ah! too. She was in my- I, I like that went, person. Yeah, I, I, this, was, I wish, this was before I found you guys. If I, I would have went to you guys, if I, you know, but she was the only Akashic Reader. It's so hard to find a trustworthy Akashic Readers person. So yeah. I finally found one. This was again, before I met you guys. So when I found her, she's been my go-to, but she told me that around 33 around like i said what and so what i'm saying lucia i'm just here to just i just wanted that's why i said this is so amazing like that's why i just want to confirm you're absolutely right (laughs) that was the prediction that was made for me was that i would have a baby and it would be a boy at age around 33 lorena we're gonna be on (laughs) team exactly so it would be a baby boy and 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 they said he was already waiting and so like you said you said exactly similar to what she said so i'm like now there's no she's like v there's no way to avoid it it's literally that's your confirmation girl it is but there are there are certain things that we want to avoid but it's lessons that we need to learn and we can't you know we can try to push away from them as much as we want but we're gonna get thrown that lesson time and time again so you have this pending thing which is a karmic lesson right it's a karmic lesson that you need to look (laughs) at and you can't ignore and the only way to confront that is through I guess in this case having a child right yeah, I think it's a good time. I think this is a good. Go ahead. It's good to like tie in. We were talking before about free will and pro- like lines of probability, and like nothing set in stone. So we were kind of talking about that before. So I want to show people like the example. Like you have this thing that could possibly happen at thirty-three. It's tied to a past life, but th- your free will permits you to take that you know, take that road or take another one. Mm-hmm. So if you stay aligned with what, so that's what intuition is. Intuition is going to guide you down the line that the soul planned. So if you're feeling like, oh, I feel like I need to, I need to become a, like you, an intuitive reader. And then you find your guide and then, oh, I feel like I need to do this. Mm-hmm. And if you continually just follow the flow and the intuition, what you think is supposed to happen for you, then you would end out, end up down that road for sure of you know becoming 33 having that child and it's probably possibly going to go totally well and all those cyclic things you might live through them you might feel it but you'll cleanse it out and there'll be like a, a something checked off your karmic list right 
but you have the free will to go against that and say, you know what? No, I'm not going to have a kid. It doesn't feel right for me. I'm not going to have it. So I just want to make sure people understand that nothing's set in stone. You can still decide for yourself, exactly. but it would be great if you get it done. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Damn, you're good. You yeah. guys are good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, and and like, that's kind of how I try to explain to people in readings. Like, look, guys, I'm predicting shit. But remember, you guys are completely in control over your life. What I'm seeing and like what, what most readers see is based on the trajectory of your current energy. Of course, your choices and big life choices will can swerve any prediction, right? And, mm -hmm. and free will, most importantly, free will, because you're absolutely right. That's the beauty of this world is that we have, if I'm 31 in the next two years, I'll be 31. And I'm like, eh, change my mind. I just want to just live on an airplane and just travel for the rest of my days. Then, you know, I will. But I have a funny feeling between you guys and I, I have a funny feeling that I'm still going to have this kid. I can't, I just have the strongest feeling. <laughs> I mean, look at all these people that try to avoid things and they end up happening. It's part of the I know, path, it's right? so funny. It is, because I've been avoiding this for, I've been extra precaution with like, you know, like I ain't having a kid. I got to make sure all my shit's right when I have sex. I'm not having no kids. I've been yeah. doing this for years, but it's like, now I'm like, okay, I, I think I'm I told this story not too long ago of a, fr a good friend of mine, one of my best friends, his, his good friend, she was on the pill, they used a condom, and she still got knocked up. Mm -hmm. That's how, see, I mean, that's, see, that's why I feel like yeah. it's going to happen to me, where it's like, see, it's <laughs> <laughs> meant to be. But I'm actually, I'm actually, you know, after, when I first got that reading months ago, and it shook me to the core, because she was like, look, it's already, like, like you said, pending. Like, it's kind of, he's kind of already, the energy of him's kind of around you already. And I was like, mm -hmm. you know. It pissed me off, but scared me because I was like, I thought I was in control. I thought I was good at manifesting my, you know, and, but then, but then I said, you know what? Oddly enough, after that reading, I started noticing more signs of 33 and of, of, of him. And I just started noticing it. And now ironically, by having the knowledge, just as Zalo said, I somehow accepted it. I know that sounds, it's like a weird mind fuck, but now I'm more at peace about it in a weird There's something way. weird I'm getting right now. It's, I get this feeling of your soul, like in this past life wanting, like the whole situation was was wrong like everything that happened in this past life was probably something that really scared you but you wanted to become a mom eventually and it's that thing that's pending of I think I'm gonna be a really good mom and I, my soul needs this experience to grow and your soul's craving that even though your mind's telling you oh god no I don't want to get pregnant <laughs> I want this freedom I'm scared it's it, it's scared because of all those the ego right but there's Definitely. something that i keep getting this weird feeling just now when you were speaking of my soul needs this experience like i need to become a mom and you're going to be a great mom like i feel that so much yeah oh yeah. but also those words those words that you're saying like no and all those like negative words yeah. that you're saying that you felt or thought while the girl was telling you that that's actually not you by the way that's 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 her energy from the other lifetime that makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. yeah. because you know i do know you know because sometimes like the visual like when i do someone's past like reading like i see visual of like a circle and zala would just spin the circle in the visual format and show me how he's like lives are congruent it's still going on yes. so it's like it's not mm -hmm. really in the past me so it's like that's why it makes sense when you said something like you know that's really the uh, the past version of me you know yelling out like no bitch no yeah. <laughs> there's some there's her but also you can do the practice of sending that back to her you can send it back to its point of origin those thoughts and those feelings mm -hmm. that's something also we kind of go through in one of our courses like 
you can send it back to the origin. It doesn't belong to you. It belongs to her. Let's call. It, let's say she, her name was Mary. Say I, I bring I bring those thoughts, those feelings, and those associations with having a child back to Mary, to the point of creation, to the point where it began, and I no longer hold it on as my own. That's what you need to do. Yeah, yeah.、Mm-hmm. I think I really do need to do that because I'm like, damn, bitch, let me live this life as be. You know, exactly. <laughs> have your have peace and have like that. Because there's freedom in that too, right? Of yeah, being、definitely. able to do and and be who you need to be, and the anxiety. It seems like the anxiety seems like it's attached to that too somehow. I agree too. I totally.、Agree. I think once the child comes into play, those anxiety things will slowly go away.、Mm-hmm. I agree. It's like it's like the path leading up to having the child that creates the anxiety. I well, know, we, right? We like just did like a reading for you. Like I know, right? <laughs> Very personal stuff.、It. Sorry. Oh, I don't even care. This is、uh, shit. I don't care. This is great, honestly. Like this is exactly what I needed and what. You know, it just you guys put things into perspective that makes sense for me. So thank you guys. Seriously,、oh, this all makes a lot、awesome. of sense. You're welcome. This all makes a lot of sense. You know, I just you know there's、yeah. only so much I can get from 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 my own guides. You know, and、yep. oh, oh, one last thing. Speaking of guides and stuff, um, you guys refer to um some of uh. You know the the guardians or the the masters. So who would the masters be in your opinion in terms of like when it comes to connecting to the kasha? So for me,、um, maybe Lorena has another way of putting it in her own words. But for me,、um, the masters are I call them the specialized beings of light. So they're like it's almost like they're professors of the university to put it more simply. And your guide is a teacher, but. There's like a step up from teacher to professor. We're like,、right. oh, you've been here for many, many years. <laughs> you know exactly how everything functions. They're usually very specialized in, for example, humans having this issue, and oh, oh, technology, oh, and like human emotions, and they specialize in something super specific.、Um, and so, depending on what phase in life you are, what chapter, they actually come in and out. So you. It's not like you're born with one master assisting you, and that master continues. No, it could be that you finish your teenage years and you finished a phase, and now you're 20 years. There's something totally new that's coming into play, so you need different masters that specialize in different things. That makes sense. So there, I like to call them almost like assistants, right?、Mm-hmm. Specialized assistants. And then your guide is that that being of light that literally helped you plan that whole、mm-hmm. lifetime and. Helped you think up the, these ideas of what's going to happen to you to help it for your greater good, and he or she, whatever energy she likes to refer her, to herself to, that energy will literally be there when you're coming to this incarnation, and will also be there for you the whole lifetime and when you retrieve and leave this incarnation.、Um, so those are those different between for me, masters and guide. Then you have your soul that's also present in the reading, and then you have the librarians which are protecting the space. Of the reading while the reading is going on, if that makes sense. It does. Every like literally spot on. Perfect. Definitely makes sense.、Um, about to wrap it up, but I wanted you guys to like let everyone know where to find you, your links, all your good stuff, because I think a lot of people can really benefit from what you guys offer, from classes to readings. Um. Cool. Yeah, we'd love to share. Um. So you can actually find our podcast on. Anchor. It's the Soul Tribe podcast. We'll give you all the links so you can share that with with your okay with your、same. audience.、Um, so you can find the Soul Tribe podcast on iTunes, on Anchor.、Uh, I think we're on Google. We're on a bunch of platforms.、Um, and then you can also find us on Instagram. Our Instagram handles at Soul underscore Tribe underscore Podcast. So you can DM us on there if you guys have any questions, like with anything I guess we've spoken about here. If you need like clarification on anything, or you want. 
to ask about a reading or classes. And then we also have our courses, which go through the Soul Tribe podcast, really, because it was created through demand, really. People messaging us and asking, like, I want to learn the Akashic Records and how, how do we do that? And we had so much demand that we actually do Zoom courses. Um, we were doing them monthly, but we are going to scale back on that. So we're going to actually launch within the next week or two. Um, our online version of the course. So it's going to be just as complete as the Zoom and we'll have feedback from us through our Facebook group, which is a private Facebook group. And yeah, we do reading. So you can definitely just message us on the Soul Tribe podcast or on our individual Instagrams, which um, mine is um, at Lorena Espiga underscore wellness. And Lucia's, I don't know what yours is. What's yours? I think it's at Lucia Spiga. <laughs> and she's like, I don't even know what you're Let me see. I but can check either out. way, I'm, I'm definitely going to um, I'm definitely going to put all of this info on my caption and everything. So I will definitely um, you know, write awesome. So it's cool. it's so at Lucia. Down. It's at Lucia dot Spiga. Oh, there it is. Oh, the dot. Okay, yes, I forgot the dot. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Thank you, ladies. <laughs> Thank you for so much being here. It's such a pleasure. Again, like you said, we are the long lost sisters for real. It is always such a Amen. pleasure connecting. And guys, yeah, just whoever's listening, just remember that um, this is not going to be the first and last time you guys are going to hear these people, these beautiful, beautiful beings on my podcast. Mm-hmm. We are definitely planning on doing more things together because like as, yes. as as we all say our energies amplify when they're together so yeah really- i had proposed for us to meet up every like i don't know two months and do a, an episode together that would launch on both of our podcasts or something like that because yeah oh, i love working so all three of us together yeah it is like it's, it's just so much fun and we just like we're so simpatico it just it just fucking works <laughs> it does. Works. so, so anyway. grateful so, so yeah, grateful we, this will definitely not be the first time we will definitely do some um different channelings and stuff in the future but thank you guys for being here and thanks me and um until thank you you're welcome and until the next episode i hope everyone has a wonderful rest of your day all right Bye. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.